Perspective on Business with Laura and Emily Leyland. Hello! I think we harmonised on our hellos then. Oh, which was nice. Hello! So this is number 22, which is insane. How have we done this 22 times? Oh my goodness, I don't, are you sure? When did we start this? Mm. 22 weeks ago. Yes, Do you reckon that's, that's about really, right? That's nearly six months. I know. Six months is 26 weeks. It is winter though now, which I do feel has creeped up on us. It's been like, hello, <laughs> it's winter now. Very, very dark. Very, very cold. Get, need to get your vitamin D in. But this is, yeah, so episode 22 with part three of Don't Stand So Close To Me. Don't stand so close to me. <laughs> also, in Spanish, we didn't do this last time, mm. it's 22. And what was it last week? Ven- to make up for it. 21. 21. Mm. And this is 22. Yes. The next week will be 20. 20. 20. <laughs> is it 20? 20. I think in certain, you know, like in England where you, you have different dialects. Accents. Yeah. yeah. So it's like that in Spain. So I think it might be South America. I don't mm-hmm. think they say a V. It's more of a B sound, but it's spelt with a V. Okay. Right. I understand. So you're more South American. Carmen. Yeah. yeah. Carmen Luna. She is from Mexico. Yes. I mean, if you don't have a Spanish name, who are you? <laughs> Everyone needs a Spanish name. When people join Fresh Perspective, which is our business, which mm-hmm. is a recruitment with a twist, they all have to choose a Spanish name and won't be tired if they can't remember what it is when tested. Oh my God, yeah, you will put that on your post-it note, on your desk, whatever. So we split up talking about recruiting in coronavirus, global pandemic, whatever you want to refer to it as, or lockdown, as some might say. But we wanted to talk to you about recruiting during that time and that it is a bit different, but ultimately, whatever you do in this period of time, when it comes to recruitment, you are laying some positive foundations. But because there's been so much to talk about, we split it up into three. So this is part three, final part of the trilogy. Tres. Tres. Trilogy. Trio. <laughs> you know what? Someone else described uh, the pandemic, the lockdown, whatever you want to call it, the shitstorm of 2020. Oh, I think that's nice, yeah. It encapsulates it well. Yeah, I do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So how's your week been before we get on to talking about part three of recruitment? Well, it's been very busy. We've been, we've been to Chester. We have been to Chester. Which we is have, far away. Oh my goodness, <laughs> very far. We had to share a trek bar. Time's got hard on the way. <laughs> I shared the trek bar because I am a nice sister. Nice sister. Very mm. helpful. Yeah. Very supportive. You get mm. stuck on a desert island with Emily. She will share her food. Yeah. Well, only if you called Laura. <laughs> Leyland. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I totally agree. Little seven this week. I've got a new jumper. You have, and you've got it on now, and it's very bright. Laura loves yellow, and this is like an orangey yellow. It's mustard. Mm, I don't know. I, th- I think it's more orange than mustard. I understand why you would say mustard, but it's beautiful. And then she's also got a yellow top in the same colour, haven't you? Yeah, but it's not on today. I've got blue on today. Well, I'm glad it's not on today because it was on yesterday. Look at all these wonderful colours. We've both got the exact same leggings on. <laughs> and the nail varnish matches. Oh, my goodness. Emily's drinking a coffee, which apparently was too strong, then it's too weak. She's like Goldilocks when it comes to coffee. I am. I just, it needs to be right, though, babe. It every, needs to be right. Every time I get here to do the podcast, she's like, do you want to brew up? Well, I'd put my washing on, cook some salmon or whatever it is that she does. Yeah, all these things. All the things that she does when I arrive <laughs> she's like would you want to make the coffee I'm like no no I really don't want to make the coffee because it's very stressful it's always wrong if I put too much water in it's not strong enough and then we can't make it stronger because it's what's it called um, 
In a cafetiere, cafetiere type It's our coffee. late grandma's cafetiere and there is a certain way to use it. I'm one of those people who measures out my cup of water that I put into the kettle because I don't want to use energy that I don't need to. Not from a cost perspective, from an environmental perspective. And then if you just go willy-nilly pouring water into the cafetiere, you have no idea how strong it is. No, but I measured it out last time and it was it was too weak. And then mm. I measured it out this time and it's too, too strong. She actually winced. So I put some milk in it for it, emptied some out, put some milk in it, put it in the microwave to heat it up, and now it's too weak, but she's drinking it. I nearly drank all of it, though. It's not too bad. It is good. It's very good. So what else have been going on? We've got a new starter. <gasps> Jennifer! So, not the pug. That's Jenny. No, yeah, this is Jennifer or Jen, which we're calling her. So we she hasn't got a Spanish name yet. Oh, no, she doesn't. We will, though. We'll sort it. Does Ellen? Did we christen Ellen at the Halloween party? No, I think it was when we went out for tea. Okay. Is she Esmeralda? Oh, I don't know. Isn't well, they should be... We, Laura, we think, should not have to remember our staff. I think Jane Spanish is names. Joanna. Juana. 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 Because I, I remember that because it's both a J. I think it's Evie Imelda. Or Evie, is that yeah. Veronica? Don't know. Uh, well, we need to test them. Veronica, Finney, please, when you listen to this, tell us what your Spanish name is. Mm. I don't know if we did. We did do Ellen, but I don't remember. <laughs> yes, Okay. We did. Maybe Jen, we will. Jen could be Juanita. Juanita, oh my goodness, that is amazing. Uh, yes, we had. We celebrated Jane's the birth, the not birth. The not pre- had a baby. Yet. Sorry, pre-birth. Love a pre-birth. <laughs> the pre-birthing of Jane's uh, baby, who is uh, due to arrive on planet Earth next month. Yeah, the tenth of December. It'll be the youngest member of the Fresh <gasps> family. Yes, it's already got a little freshy baby girl. But yeah, so we celebrate. I don't. Know, I don't know what you celebrate. Are we celebrating the? I don't know what. I don't really know what baby showers are. But for us, it's just about getting together, eating some cake, giving some gifts, and just having a laugh. I don't really know what baby showers are in general. I'm not really into. The I don't whole understand Americanism. the whole shower thing. Like, what are we showering? Love. Showering with love yeah, and happiness. Yeah, cake. Throwing cake at her, yeah. Okay. Like she threw alcohol at us. Oh, my goodness. Halloween After the Halloween party. party, she's the only one that wasn't drinking. She's knocked over the most drinks. Yes. So much that we had to get the carpet clean because it smelled like a brewery. She's an aggressive... What's it called? Beer pong. Beer pong. I always want to say ping pong. I mean, I'm not far off. Aggressive beer pong player. Beer ponger. She's a bowler. What? Bowler. A bowler? Yeah, she could be... Head of a bowler. <laughs> I'm like, like, bowler. Bowler. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Balling. I used to work with a woman and I really, really didn't like her because she was quite, well, she was just mean to people, but whenever it, she had good news, she was like, balling. Balling. I was like, oh my mm. God, <laughs> shut up. Ellen said something in the office before I left, couldn't join you here mm. right now. And she said, oh, I watched Health last night. Well, that's what Health. it sounded like. I'm like, oh, what's that? I'm thinking it's a programme on Netflix. She's like, no, the Christmas film. I'm like, elf. She's, she's Scottish. Like, yeah, she's though, Scottish, isn't she? just in case anyone doesn't know that. Yeah, we do struggle she's sometimes. Like, Evie was like, I thought she said hell. Mm. <laughs> oh, I love Ellen's accent, but we do talk in a Scottish accent quite a lot. But we explained that we do this and it's not taking the piss out of her. It's just, we just love to do accents, don't we? Tell me. Indian, Spanish, Scottish. We have got Welsh. full range. So, shall we talk about recruitment? Because yeah, we've already been doing this for eight and a half minutes now. We said we won't do ten minutes at the beginning warming you up. But we, we have, have to be somewhere in 24 minutes. Oh, my goodness. So, go back and listen to part one and part two if you don't know what they're already about. Because that's what you should dark definitely do. Dark? <laughs> yeah, we don't put lights on unless we really need them. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we I are saving the planet. <laughs> okay, next week I'll remember to bring my candles. Yes. 
So we we done the whole attracting people into uh, your organisation, your role with job specs, adverts, bringing the CVs in, headhunting, blah, 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 blah. Delegating and help getting other people yeah. to help you with it because you will Spreading get a lot, out. a lot of ad responses at the moment. Yeah. So. And then we, um, we talked about interviewing and all that kind of stuff. And then now you've had your interviews, you've wowed the pants off. Wooed them. them. <laughs> Wooed and wowed the socks and pants off. Wow, they're naked. Naked pictures <laughs> called socks off. <laughs> Pete says that's illegal and calls it his shirt cocky. <laughs> oh, for a woman, shirt jining. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. We forgot something at the beginning. <laughs> oh, yeah, follow us. <laughs> for more <laughs> crazy conversations, please. Follow us on Spotify. No! <laughs> takes seven, seven seconds, seconds away. To do. Oh, sorry. Why can't we ever get the songs right? Because we don't plan. <laughs> <laughs> we do plan at the, work, though. The plans are spontaneous. Now we've got wet faces. The songs are spontaneous, though. We plan the content. Oh, absolutely. Down to the finest Ooh. letter. Well, then. So we're not pissed. <laughs> so you've got. You've interviewed people to the point. I just got a picture of people with just her shit. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm getting really hot. Oh no. Right, so. Oh my we're... goodness, that's another way that you can save energy. Wow. Put your heating on just get someone to make you laugh. Well, we have got the heating on though now, so we have to dry the clothes. Oh my god, double this heating. Is <laughs> it's doubly hot in here. So, right, you want to offer it's people. Laura, what do you not do in an interview? <laughs> You well, don't often. have to <laughs> take your buzzer. Oh my god, you're all over the Offers, offers, don't, don't offer. offer in the interview. We were at a client meeting yesterday in Chester, we told you that before. <laughs> and then um, we don't get out much. Someone came in and um, interrupted the meeting, but he's okay. He's like, Oh, I've just finished the interview. Uh, should I just send him on the way? He's like, Yeah, do you want him? He's like, Yeah, I'm offering them. And Emily was like, No, don't do it, don't do it. You're not doing it in the interview. He's like, No, abort, abort, abort mission. Yes. <laughs> so we don't like it and that's that basically just don't yes. do it it's a bit like again we'll do the whole dating thing just because we really like to talk about it but if you do that on a first day or even a second day because when you meet someone face to face I'm really hoping that you will have spoken to them on the phone or maybe Zoom before it but if you do if it's a second day you won't be like hello do you want to be my girlfriend or at that point marriage proposal yeah because it's a yeah unless you're on Love Island then asking someone to be girlfriend and boyfriend is a, bit, a big deal it's like marriage yeah, okay. Well, they get, and they get married. Celebrities do get married faster than normal people, don't they? I think it's just it's for publicity and, like, PR stunts. Do you think their lives feel shorter, though, because they're in the public eye for... Anyway, this is probably a conversation after. Yeah, mm-hmm. after this. But, I mean, if you want more information on that and my views <laughs> on that, then that's fine. You can ask us. But, yeah, so don't offer in the interview. And that's just because you want to try and create an equal... I have an equal footing throughout the whole thing and that's so that one 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 party's not really dominant and calling all the shots and the other's just saying yes because they feel like they should but just to keep things nice and equal so people have that time they're not responding emotionally they can digest the information you can really think about whether you're a match you've got time to ask questions and stuff like that and then if you do get an offer you've already had a conversation before it made it the best offer that it possibly can be again both sides and then hopefully it will be accepted yeah. and you can move into the um 
next stage, which next is stage. pre-boarding. But like, you put people on the spot if you offer them in the interview, they catch them off guard because it doesn't happen a lot. And also, if you talk about money directly with them in an interview, where they've probably just been through a stressful situation because it is a bit nerve-wracking, yeah. you, they've wowed you, you've wowed them, everyone's loving life. Everyone is wowed to nakedness. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so they're already half-naked. You don't want to put them on the spot even more by giving them an offer and going, right, do you want to accept this salary? Because they might think, Actually, that's a really good salary. But they might think, do you know what? It's not quite enough. But for them to then bring it and go, actually, can you increase it by five grand? Ooh, was, yes. what could potentially make them feel so awkward. So they'll walk, they might accept, but then they might email you saying they've changed their mind because it's not enough money. You're not potentially not giving them the opportunity to be honest. And like mm. Emily said, test the water, get their feedback. So if we to make you an offer around this, how would you feel? And then at least you know how they feel before you make their offer. Mm. It's a bit like marriage proposals in public. Yeah. Um, we were talking about this the other day. Like, you can't say no. I mean, you can say no, but usually you've got someone nowadays with social media. Yeah, they're like, yeah, getting a picture of you before you even said yeah. I mean, no one's ever proposed to me, so I don't know what it's like. But... I was proposed to once, but it was at, at night in the dark on a beach. There's no one else there. See, that's nice. That was okay. Do you think, hang on, do you think these marriage proposals are fake because it might be round two? So the person proposing, they said yeah, and then they're like, oh, can we reenact this for social media? Maybe. I would hate to be that because person. Because how do they know that Sorry people, that's people are going to be there filming it and everything? Mm. Yeah. Oh, that kind of takes a shine off it doesn't it I've got a little example to give you so we work with a wonderful wonderful organisation really really big um, in terms of there's well, we lots of different many countries. of those yeah these are probably particular. yeah one in particular and um, and they were doing so it's a really really high level role and um, and they were looking at different personality types to fit this role so they had two candidates who they were interviewing one was ID very very similar to me and Laura and another one was CS I think or CD or something like that so massively different on the like very one very people focused one very data focused anyway the, the interview process went really really well and they ended up offering the person who was really data focused and then this person's accepted but then they've gone away and thought oh my god is it right is it wrong I don't know what to do I've got this other offer like blah 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 and then they've gone into not meltdown but they thought am I doing the right thing now because of the way we operate and the relationships that we build with client, with candidates, we've been able to speak to that candidate and say, listen, what is it that you want? What's going to make you happy? Because if it's the other one, fine. It's got to be what makes you happy. And then we've got the CEO of the company that we support to speak to this candidate and just really talk things out in a non-pressurised situation environment and they've ended up accepting the role really really happy it was something about extra holidays because they had more holidays before and that's a really important thing to spend time with the family but if you didn't have that middle bit or that relationship that that could have been lost couldn't it yeah he could have just potentially just gone and backed out completely and accepted the other offer and it probably wouldn't have been right for him so even if and that obviously they didn't offer in the interview because we told them not to but it all that was all based on the relationships and the effort that we put into making candidates feel safe and nurtured and that we're here for we're trying to do the right thing not just fill a vacancy but i think we may probably move on to pre-boarding now so once you have offered your candidate yes and they've accepted and, they've accepted. and then now here you go what is pre-boarding <clears throat> yes but we love pre-boarding who coined the term we did. Yes, great answer. <laughs> great success. We did. 
So, yeah, so pre-boarding is literally the stuff that comes before onboarding because this is where lots of people drop the ball, isn't it? Like, right, we've offered, let's all get on with our day jobs and go back to what we were doing before. And this candidate could be in a really chunky notice period. Now, how would you feel if you'd been dating, you had a few dates and stuff, and then all of a sudden you decide to be boyfriend and girlfriend and then you don't hear from this person for a period of one to three months? I know I would be extremely anxious at that point. Yeah, well, you just assume the worst. Anyone yeah. does it when people don't come back to you. You just assume that the worst is happening and that it's over, it's not going anywhere, they don't like you anymore, they're just <clears> not that into you. Yeah, they're just not that into you. Which could not be the, might not be the case, something could have happened, or maybe they just assume that they don't need maybe to be. Maybe they died. But <laughs> maybe they did die, hopefully they didn't touch wood. Um, but you just don't know, and, and it's, you don't want to make people worry. So stay in touch with them. It's on, pre-boarding is over that period of time, like Emily said, your notice period that could be between one and three months. And it's almost that no man's land um, mm. where candidates have got a foot in each camp, they've got a foot in the company they're leaving because they've not left yet, and they've got a foot in the company they're joining because they've not joined yet, so it's only one. So they're like spanning across these two opportunities. And it's like that, it's like they're in the desert and they are vulnerable to predators, and predators are recruiters. Yeah, because the there's companies. a big gap in between their legs. That is where the recruiter. Sorry, I don't mean I don't mean it like I just meant <laughs> their legs are really so they're wobbly because they're like in two camps. Yeah, or on two surfboards. Imagine that. Oh my god! You got a foot on each surfboard and then you're moving through the sea. I'm demonstrating now what this would look like. But that means that you are. You could fall at any time. You could change your mind. You could make a wrong move. All this kind of stuff. A shark and, could come and bite you. Yeah. But the predators are other people that have other shiny opportunities that could tempt them. So then they might, or a counter-offer in the previous company, mm. and it would, all these things would stop them joining <coughs> you, their new shiny employer. Um, and, and because you've not been in touch, they've assumed the worst, that you don't care, that you're not interested, and they're like, yes, fancy new shiny opportunity that's distracting me, I will go with you because I don't think the new person loves me anymore. Yeah, which is awful, and it doesn't, and we're not saying that these other opportunities maybe right or wrong because you have interviewed that person so well and, and <clears throat> offered them and attracted them and all that kind of stuff and that person is right for you and they should join you don't drop the ball here and lose out just because you've almost put a tick in the recruitment box and yeah, you've and got you your candidate ready on to the next yeah thing. yeah so this could come in the form of email give them a quick call drop them a whatsapp get them in um for an informal meeting to meet different members of the team or yeah. a bunch of team members at the moment obviously at the moment in um the shit storm of 2020 where you might not be able to meet people get them on a group zoom whether it's a social one or a more formal one within a working day but just communicate with them it doesn't have to be war and peace you don't have to have a full-on brief with them every time but just to chat just drop them a a message, ask how they're going, send them something, ask them to, to do a bit of, you know, work beforehand if they need to read up on anything or set up um, an account or whatever. But just stay, think, think of things that you can get in touch with them about and just just maintain the excitement, the enthusiasm, their interest that you created in the recruitment and interview yeah. process throughout their notice period. So when they're looking forward to coming on day one, they can't wait because they know you can't wait either. You're well excited. And they skip into your office on day one, You're full like, of yes. the joys of 
spring and, and that is what you want so that's what pre-boarding is so do it do it yeah absolutely and also with them anything that you've sent them in terms of documentation so for example when we've offered someone we follow up with a contract off the letter new starter pack whether we're getting to do question a filler questionnaire out a likes questionnaire all these kind of different things if you need more information on any of these aspects please contact us because it would take us a million hours to tell you everything but what you could do is stagger that as well so if you've got an appointed person in your business who's going to be chasing that sort of stuff but whether it's HR or someone else and so that they've always got you're always in their thoughts it's just like like Laura said just keeping that constant um communication up yeah and what's it next could, it could be someone like whoever's done the hiring like HR might deal with the with the office and the contracts etc but the new line manager they could drop them a message and may not necessarily or a team lead may not necessarily have been involved in the interview process but they're going to be whose team they sit within. Even if they contacted and gave them a call, dropped an email or text saying, hey, I hear you joining us on the 6th of December. Can't wait to meet you. We're really looking forward to it. Just yeah. something as simple as that. Definitely. So next is onboarding. Onboarding. So you've got all your documentation back. They're feeling good. Everyone's happy. Everyone knows that this person's joining. They skip through the front doors on the first day, full of the joys of spring. Full of the joys of spring. And reception greeted them in the best way possible. Because they knew, warm and fluffy they knew and... they were coming. Yes. Because you told them. You told everyone in the business that they were joining. So they get greeted warmly by everyone they meet. Yeah, definitely. And this is pretty much just like what, how, how you bring this person into your business. So they're yours now. You've got to look after them. They're one, they're one of you guys. And therefore, what them. do you need to do? You just need some sort of plan, an induction. Get things like one-to-ones and appraisals. Get all that sort of stuff booked in. So you're sort of mapping out the future, whether it's one, two, three weeks down the line. But you've got a nice roadmap where everyone is involved and everyone understands what their part is. For you to be able to navigate through the first however many months yeah, of joining it, that business. What that does is set expectations so the new person knows exactly what they're going to be doing. They know exactly what's expected <clears> of them. You can manage those expectations, but it also shows them, and so everything sends messages, as you'll probably learn the more you listen to us, it shows them that you've thought about it, you are ready for them, you have planned for You're their ready. arrival, you've thought about who they should meet, what they should do, where they should go, and so it makes them feel cared for, valued, and important right from the get-go. Yeah, definitely. And, and and all this, you might think, oh my God, there's so much, but everything that we've discussed, just make a note of it, put it in some sort of bullet point list, and then just say, right, who's going to look after that bit, and who's going to look after this bit, and then just have some, have some sort of ownership, but create a process, get it saved in a HR or recruitment folder, and the next time you come to do it, it'll be so much slicker, because you'll have done it before, and you can add it, so... We are four and a half years old and we've just onboarded someone into our business and we've got an induction and our induction's been definitely pimped up this time. But I'm still adding bits to it as she comes in and I'm like, oh, I'm going to miss... I've got so many... I was just going to say that. Yeah, plenty frogs. But um, as well, our business has changed since we hired someone because of what's been going on and, and, you know, other reasons. So it needs updating, doesn't it? Yeah, and it is, but it's just adding things on that you can't remember everything all the time so literally a thing like follow us on the podcast just came up before because I thought newbies should follow us on our podcast yes so I'm going to add that into the induction so if you're thinking um adding follow on a podcast like if you've got a podcast stick it in because you want your you want your um the people who work for you to be your fans your raving fans don't you so anything like that stick it on there because guess what if you don't you will forget you really, really, really will. <laughs> I always get the title of that book, Raving Fans, mixed up. I always call it Raging Fans. Raging Fans? <laughs> raging is a word. Who, who doesn't want we raging We don't say fans? raging a lot, do we? But it just comes before another word. I feel like it they, makes you feel... 
I feel like raging fans would be super passionate. Oh, yeah. I'm a fan that rages. <laughs> for you. <laughs> so, we're going to... Do Should we wrap up a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, because this is a bit shorter, but... Well, it's not as much to it, is we're there? We're just sort of... We're tying the bow. Tying at loose ends? <laughs> yeah. Don't know where you're going with this cherry. bit. Is it icing on the cake or cherry on the cake? Or could um, it be both? Both. Those, then. Cherries, and then, and we like cherries. And oh my goodness, I went to a little eco shop in Ramsbottom a couple of weeks ago, and um, and she sells. Oh no, it's a small good thing. They sell glacier cherries. Oh, cocktail cherries. Oh my god, me we and went, Laura could eat these just. We went on holiday. Every day, every I mean, day. the barman got used to it eventually, and we'd ask, we'd have an amaretto sour, which normally comes with one or two cherries max. We used to get like five or six. Oh, yeah. Like, can I just take that pot of cherries with me? <laughs> Amaretto infused cherries. I mean, oh, oh, yummy. So please go and follow us, whether it's SoundCloud, Apple, or Spotify that you are currently using at this moment in time. It will, li- it probably won't even take you six seconds. I mean, we're total idiots when it comes to trying to do the demonstration. Oh, excuse me. Speak <laughs> for yourself. You three seconds. If you can do it in less than six seconds, then please let us know. You'll we'll get you a prize. Win. Yeah, everyone gets a prize. Me and Laura literally is constantly giving out prizes. <laughs> well, you've been listening to Emily and Laura Leyland on a fresh perspective on business. Yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, Google, uh, Google Fresh Perspective. Our website will come up. You get an email address and a telephone number. Oh, my goodness. And um, myself and Emily and Fresh are on all social media platforms LinkedIn, because um, we say Google, that's LinkedIn not and Google. Google. LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and also TikTok. Yes, we are everywhere. Everywhere. See you later. See you next week. Bye.